0: Sort of Oranda Talks. For the next four weeks, I will make each week an extra episode with the recaps of the first season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Spoiler alert! If you don't want to know what is in the episode or about Strange New World, please listen to this episode after you have watched the episode. I will post this episode on Wednesday, just before the next episode where it appears on the streaming services, this to avoid spoilers. This episode sees the enterprise embarks on a cartography mission to the Magellan system, a star cluster on the edge of the Federation space that Pike himself once visited a decade earlier as part of a rescue attempt. But when the crew answered the distress call from the Magellan ship under attack, he reunited with an old flame, and his crew find themselves changed with protecting an important child from a kidnapping plot. Through the Magellans were offered Federation membership. They declined, preferring to keep their own customs and ways private. It turns out there's a really obvious reason they might want to do this. But I guess then Lieutenant Pike was too busy falling for the pretty young girl named Alora to ask a lot of questions about how her society was structured and or what weird, sacrifice-based ritual they might have. Allura, now Magellan leader in her own right, oversees a being known as the reverse servant, a holy child chosen by lottery to embody the maxim of their people, sign-service sacrifice. True, no one is ever specific about what exactly any of that means. According to the Magellans, the first servant imminent ascensions will use her in a new era for their planet and allow them to continue to live the way they do. Complete with Lychera floating cities and highly advanced medicine, given the constant googly eyes she and pike make at each other whatever they are in the same room it's clear he's not super interested in what any of this really involved on a larger cultural scale it's amazing it takes the two until the episode's midpoint to hook up so guys my first reaction on this episode is is that I really loved it uh, it's it was a very heavy themed one but first my first comment is what the hell did they do with Pike's hair he looks like Johnny Bravo now and there are a lot of pictures now on social media with Pike as Johnny Bravo that's very funny by the way to start with the relationship between Pike and Alora, La- and Alora is the leader of the Magellas, and the Magellas have a little bit of a how can you say this is like a little bit of a barbarian social gathering in the way of offering children. And although it's a gruesome subject, till today there are still tribes on this world that still offering children. So it is quite a heavy subject to have in a episode. But Aduma reminds me of uh, the. Lessons. What. Gene Woodenberry. Did. Into TOS. So. There was also. A bad scene. Between. Allura and Pike. What was very. mm, In a way romantic. How he was lying. At her feet like that. But. It reminds me of Kirk and I don't know why but it had that same vibe and people who know me as a tracker I don't really like Captain Kirk in that way so and although Riker you could compare Riker with Kirk in a way of the ladies man but yeah, it was a little weird. And so Pike and Alora meet after 10 years. And 10 years before that, Pike was a lieutenant. And so it was very weird that Alora would call him lieutenant. And she was right away flirty to him because she was... Um, saying like, "Well, your new uniform was is very yellowish," and Pipe became almost giddy as like a schoolgirl. And one thing was really, how can I say this? It was really weird in the way of how he introduced Una to. Alora, And. So in one way. It wasn't a surprise. That they hook up again. And they share the bad. And but. To be honest. At the moment that we see that scene. I was thinking. This is really like a Kirk vibe. And I have expected more. Of. Pike. And later on in one of the conversation he had with Alora, you could, he just mentioned again that he has seen the future and that something, well, about in 10 years or even longer, he would have a freak accident and he will will be in so much pain and... The doctors couldn't do anything for him, and well, Olora was saying, "Well, if you were a Magellan, you uh, could have stayed with us, and we have the technology for it." So, in one way, the Majorans, Magellans were very knowledgeable of healing, etc., and you could see that to uh to the doctor and the little boy little boy was very smart by the way, but I will come to that later um so uh let's start a little bit uh in the end of uh the beginning of the episode and Pike meets Ahura in the turbo lift, and she was stretching a little bit and etc and pike was a little um asked her what else was going on she said well the ans uh teaching or security and pike immediately was amused about that because he knew how lawon was with teaching etc um once again, and that was very funny, and I had a very funny thought about that. When um, they talked about the rules of security, I really was thinking, okay, yeah, that would be typical for a red shirt. They always die. They have those rules. So, yeah, why not? And so Pike was a little bit amused, and he's, he, he was winding her up with, well... You have lesson learned lesson one, but you have to be careful with lesson seven. And Uhuru was like, Uh, what the hell is lesson seven? And Pike shut his mouth up with a, a, a visible key. And then they arrived on the bridge. And Laon's immediately comment was, Well, very nice you, for you cadet to join us did you join? enjoy your break and she got exactly lesson two and apparently it sounds almost like every uh cadet have to learn those lessons of security because ortega answered well lesson two is uh there will be no break for security because there always is a threat. So they came to the bridge, and once again, Pike is calling Ortega at her first name, and I'm wondering why that is because that's he, he she is the only one Pike called at her first name. And you know it's really weird. And so the Enterprise had a emergency call from a small ship and they needed assistance because another ship was firing on them. So It was a shuttle, by the way. So, Pike said to me, Okay, uh, let's defend them and beam the survivors of the shuttle uh, over so we can talk to them. How about ever? And the big ship was then firing three times at the Enterprise and wanted to escape. So, Pike said, Well, Use the tractor beam to hold them in place before they go to warp. And to that shock, the ship wanted to go to warp. And just after Pike said, well, just release them, the ship exploded. And it was very shocking to see what happened. So Pike said, well, let's uh, welcome our new guests on the Enterprise. So Una and he went to the transporter room. And by surprise, it was Aloha and a little boy and a somewhat older man and they had a conversation and Park has been introduced to the small boy and the father who was also a very well-known good doctor. The father brought the child to the sickbay to check on something, etc. And it appears that that boy is very enhanced with yeah how you can say it it's, it's he's like an argument and I don't know how you can say this but it, he was very in, advanced in yeah in everything and when Nurse Chapel and Mbenga were talking to him etc um it was clear that the boy knew a lot more than they thought and that their health or their doctors were more evolved than what they were. And this reminds me a little bit of how it goes nowadays with doctors, the regular doctors and stuff, but okay. Um, so Nurse Chapel wanted to scan him and his father said, well, uh, don't do that. Uh, he's the first servant, etc, etc, etc. Meanwhile, um, Alora was explaining to Pike and his team what the serf- uh, first servant is. And she did that in a monotone voice that i was thinking are you a robot or an android cause this isn't what you should tell about in in the way she did you could also see why the father was that overprotective of his son cause um in the magellan society the first servant was picked like in a lottery and that reminds me exactly like in that movies with uh cats district 13 what was it what was the name i know the one Uh, i have to figure it out again um one the two last movies called the mockingbird Oh, gosh, what was the name of it? All right, I will get that later, too. Um, so, once again, Park was a little bit of crazy child love with Alora. You could see that. and There wasn't exactly a bond between them that, yeah, you could see they had a lot of fun when they met last time. So um, Spock, Ann, and Uhura were going to check on the rackets because by following Starfleet guidelines, they need to do an investigation of what happened. And Alora was saying, and oh, no, you don't have to do that. Uh, we, don't, we are not uh, members of uh, Starfleet. And, well... Pike and Uhura made her clear well it's going to be investigated because we have been fine upon us because and we weren't a threat. So Spock Laan and Uhura went down to the wreckage and um after Laan and Uhura was checking the wreckage uh, of uh, hostility they call in Uhura of uh, uh, Spock and Allura. And. Of course. Uh, La'an. gave Allura. And not again. Uh, security lessons. Well not really f- funny. But okay. So. Uh, they were. R- looking in the wreckage, And. Spock found this. Little device. It looks like a. Uh, brain scanner or like a brain enhancer whatever what it was and he was asking that of Alora. of t- she knew what this was and she said no then Alora found this coin in the wreckage and that was a ode from uh, the bodyguards of the first servant. Then there was a, a scene that we see. Magellus. Well, Magellus was very colorful, very. Um, well, I like to compare it with Nabu, cause it is that colorful, that's cheerful uh, celebration, etc., etc. And so after that, there was a ceremony of uh the gods, and Alora asked them to renew their vows of um for the first servant and this was. Pike was with her, because Pike had offered her to be her bodyguard for the ceremony, etc. So he was there, and Allura asked the guards to present their coins, to renew their vows, and... One of the guards didn't have his coin. On the right place. And she said we ha- what happened. And he was just nonchalant well. Uh, it just. Um, um, nothing important. But it is just. Uh, he didn't say that he lost it. But he. They assume it. And because Alora found it. She knew exactly that. He was like a. Uh, spy. So. Or a traitor. So she he was attacking her and the guards were protecting her so they were running after him and um the weird thing it was they 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 fought with him for a little bit and pike was holding him uh in shot and he said well the face isn't on stunt, so he knew it was shoot the kill. And Alora came between them and said, Okay, we just want to talk with you what happened. And in one move he got Alora and he held a knife to her throat. And By everyone's surprise, she fought him and she killed him. And Pike's face was like, Okay, what just happened? This isn't what's supposed to be. Why? How can she fight? Etc., etc. Why does she. If she can fight like that, why does she need me as a bodyguard? So. Meanwhile, Spock was sharing his findings with Elder Garmel, who also is the father's boy and the doctor of the boy. And the child was very smart. And he was talking to Spock with, Oh, you're the scientist scientist, uh, officer here. And do you know about this and this radio um, frequency, etc, etc, etc. And he told him, That he did some things. And uh, I think Spock was very impressed. And that was very funny to see. Because uh, Spock wouldn't be impressed that easily. Then Spock or the father said. Well um, the child needs his rest. So excuse me. And the next scene was that. Ahura had a quick meal in and um, some kirk came to her table and said whoa 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 cadet you're eating so fast and um, well tell La you to save a full hour hour break instead of what she normally does. But La stood behind him I says, well, you can tell me that self. And um, Kirk was like, "Um, nah, I don't want to come between you, but you have to be a little bit nicer to uh, the cadet. La'on sat next to her. Had also a little guide. But she also had a box with discs with her from the wreckage and La'an was a little bit intimidated her with the message of well I need to translate this but if I do that uh, illegal, or illegally then it can cost me weeks even months and you're good with language so you do it what I was thinking oh damn Laon, you're so evil and wicked again and I don't want to square, but okay. Um it's like yeah. Can you be a little bit nicer and smile as once in a while? But okay. Um I didn't like her attitude. And we see that a lot of la um acting like that and in one way I think it's because how she how her life was but I do think if she losing up then uh, she would uh, be a lot nicer and would be a lot uh, lovable than we know her so um, Mbenga also had this conversation with the doctor of the father of the boy from doctor to doctor. And because manga is still uh, searching for a cure for his daughter. He was asking this to the doctor. Of okay can those quantum bio implants help my daughter. Or help this patient. Because uh, I do like to help her. Etc etc. And... The first servant overheard that talk, so he. Oh, that boy was so clever. That boy was so clever, and the actor itself. I think it's he's a really lovable kid, and he acted so well for his age, also. And it's so. Um, he is really a professional. Really, he did. The boy. When. Um, Mbenga and his f- uh, Follower away He was looking for this Bio Patron And He found out that she was in the Transporter buffer from The medical Transporter buffer And so He wake her up And tried to play with her Which was really sweet to see Really sweet to see So the next scene is that Chris and Aurora or well Chris was walking Aurora to her room and he was very concerned of her of, of course what happened and he said well I'm going to station security in here and she was seducing him and saying well uh, you don't have to because you could stay with me and after that she kissed Pike and of course, they spent the night together, and, like I said in the beginning of this uh, episode, uh it was very beautiful to see in how the scene was. But I didn't think Pike like that because we all know he also have kind of have a girlfriend. But maybe not, maybe it's just like, I don't want to say a one-night stand, but you know guys what I mean. And um, I just expected a little bit more of him, how he would be like a man and how he would like, uh, is like a lover. And uh, maybe I romanticize him and maybe his, um, how can I say this, Um, his tragedy, what will be in the future, maybe he's keeping that in mind, and that will influence him of not committing to one woman. But okay, that's what I saw, and maybe, like I said, maybe I romanticize it. I do have a lot of, love stories for him to write so who knows there will be a fan fiction that i will write about his love so um yeah ahura had done her job very well because she translated those discs and of course la'an thought Bad thing about it, and she told or oh, well, well, you did that, but you took the easiest side of the easiest way. And who said, Well, no, I didn't because I also translated the root of the language, etc. etc. And the language is more that of the Bajurans than anyone else, so it's like a colony of the Bajurans, and later we find out that those. Uh, people who were shooting on the Enterprise and wanted to kidnap the first servant, those were free Majorans that wanted to stop the kidnapping and sac- uh, children's sacrifices of Magyarans. And I think we can't imagine how that is that uh, a whole society happiness and wealth and everything else more is depending on a child's sacrifice it's ridiculous so um An, well let me tell you this first i'm getting very tired of An's attitude really i do bah. but okay that's it and um so when aunt saw what it was she said well we have to notify the captain because this is important and so uhura responds okay uh let me know what the captain found out etc etc and Laand looked at her and said no cadet this is your work you have to present it to the captain not me and once again we see la arm very being very true and rightful and justifiable for uh in what she says and what she does and i think that is one thing i do like about her because she don't like injustice but will fight for what is right? So um, they called for Pike, and Pike said, "Okay, why do I need to be here? And I want to stay with Alora because Alora needs protection." Uh, when Una told him, "Well, we found something, and uh, I don't think uh, this has to be with Alora's uh, meddling." So they tell him what they found out. And Pike thought, well, this is a mistake that can't be true. And uh, what the hell is going on? And that was also the moment that you that you got that feeling of, okay, this is something wrong. And Pike is going to be hurt at the end. What happened? when There was after that a scene with that he would um, have some dinner for the first servant, and the first servant was playing with his daughter. And so also the father was there and said, okay, we're leaving. And it was Hohura who found out why those people want to kidnap the first servant. And that also means that Aurora, it was her people's idea to kidnap the first servant so he can fulfill his duties to Magellan. So the father and the first servant run uh, away and they want to beam down or beam over to the, the other ship. And Una and Pike just caught them in time. The father of the boy ordered Pike to order Chief Cowell to beam them over. And before Pike could react on that, the child and the father beamed over to the ship. And Pike ordered immediately, what the hell is going on, beam them back. And only the father beamed back over so where was the little boy so pike said to una um scan for ships nearby and there was a ship then they wanted to um contain the ship with the warp of the uh, tractor beam of the enterprise and um before that happened, that they could do, the ship exploded, and everyone thought that the boy was dead. But the father beamed him back to the Enterprise in a secure place. And the boy, who was so very clever, sent a radio SOS to Spock. And Spock found out where the boy was and um, Pike was immediately saying okay guys uh, how the hell can somebody beam something, someone out of the ship that is n- a no done deal Aurora was the one again who would explain to them how the cruiser could beam the boy on board and that was because the father had put his and the boys' uh, Prattin, what which is used to in the medical lab and also in for transporting. He put that into the system of the Enterprise so he could beam them down or beam them over. And it was all because the father of the boy wanted to save his son. The boy sent a distress single to Spock. And they found him right in time. And so the first servant said, Oh no, I have to go down. The ceremony is beginning and I have to ascend. Etc, etc, etc. And... Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. and was invited to be at that ceremony normally no outsiders could be there but because he saved the boy and uh, bring the boy back he was invited to be honest I wouldn't be liking to be in his shoes right now and Alora never told him about her ways or her people's ways so the boy and some of the guards and priests and pike and Alora went to the secret chamber and una can't get hold of pike and she said well uh, we need to get him back because there are some developments and there are some of the things she had, or the father's boy told her what would happen, and that was a child sacrifice, a child offer. So, Pike went together with them to that offer, and Alora uh, asked the boy, Are you willingly to sacrifice yourself for the people? And he said, Yes, I'm willing. Then... There was uh, uh, like a little stretcher with a child on it. And that child was just totally s- sucked the life out. And it reminds me a little bit of the mummies of Egypt. Like they how they balsam their dead. And... The boy was scared. You could see that. And when Pike was hit by the realization what's gonna happen, he tried almighty to um, save the child and stop the ceremony, but he, uh, they overmastered him, and they hit him unconscious. So, they brought him to uh, Alora's chamber. And she waited for him to wake up. And he was horrified. Really horrified. So, now he knew what really happened. And she had hoped that he would stay. And he said, well, you really, you really think I'm going to stay after what I've seen and what you have done? You're his damn godmother. Our mother never would do that. And... Um, Pike beamed over as soon as he could. And Aurora was very emotional and was crying, etc, etc. Because uh, she had hoped Pike would stay there and become her lover. And uh, become one of them. But Pike was horrified and was very... Well, I think he was very angry with himself... That he could see you fall for it again, you f- fall in love again. She manip- uh, manipulated you, um, etc. And the first thing he would do was um, tell Starfleet about this. And I think, and and that was the that was the downside of it. This episode, I think they wrote it very good. And I'm really hoping for more good episode than this. And although it was... Mm, maybe a little bit of heavy subject in it, but also... Um, there was a side note of, you could see how it is for cadets to go on a, uh, rotations of departments to see and to find out what is suitable for them. And, you know, um... Yeah, it's just, like I said, it's so, um, I must say, I did like the Magellan city. Like I said before, it's it's like Naboo. It was very colorful, very, um, celebrational, very, uh, very beautiful buildings. But it, it reminds me. Right away about uh, Star Wars, it is nice to see that Mambenga has a more stronger role in this episode than in the past episode, so um, but I do am very curious about more about Nurse Chapel because I think she knows more than the average nurse. And uh, I didn't, didn't know what about her little joke when she talked to the little boy. And yeah, I think overall this episode was very good. And I would give it a 8. So, let me know guys what you think about the, uh, this episode i really love to hear your comments and um well i will see you next week with a new recap dear listeners thank you for listening and join me next week for a new extra episode of Oranda talks in the star trek series you can listen and subscribe to Oranda talks on the youtube channel or join the facebook group if you'd like to comment or talk with me about this episode, you can reach out on the Facebook group or the YouTube channel. I'd like also tell you about my other podcast called Girls Talking Track. Together with my co-host Amanda, we recap every two weeks a Star Trek episode starting with Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapping Chronicle following. We will approach each episode with humour and a mean look. Girl's talking track is to listen, follow, and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, the Facebook group, and the YouTube channel. See you next week. <laughs>